What happens when you hire someone new and they're crazy or they're just not a good fit? What happens when you hire bad? And how do you make sure that you're not hiring bad? Welcome back, Jeff Hagee, Daily Success Strategies. Thanks for being with me today. So this week I've been talking about different experiences I've had running businesses and things that I think can help people in running their businesses. A lot of what I've talked about is based around employees. You know, I've had some really great employees and people that I would consider friends, people that have done outstanding jobs and just are really great people. And I've had employees that suck. And so what I want to do today is talk about some of those situations, some of the situations I got myself into, how I could have done things differently. And looking back, what are some of the processes I could have implemented that would have helped me? And then also what happens when you hire that crappy employee? What happens when you hire that employee that turns into a cancer within the organization? So first of all, talking about hiring the wrong people. One of the things I did, pretty early in our company that was a major mistake is we were in a position that we are trying to learn a few more things. You know, I had learned how to do our manufacturing process and a lot of those things, but we were still looking for some expertise in a few areas. And I was directed to one individual that had had the reputation of an expert in that specific area. And as I looked into it, I thought, you know what, this is someone that could really help us, I think. And so I contacted him and we set up a meeting and man, he was smooth. He was good. He told me all the right things. And I thought we had found the right person. He had actually, when we ended up meeting up, he showed me some products that he had made. In hindsight, looking back, I found out they weren't even his own products. They were products that someone else had made. When I look back at the whole history of our relationship, most of what I learned of him was a lie. But anyways, we created a really good relationship from the beginning and we brought him into the company and gave him some specific assignments and there were some good things that he did but there was also some things that just didn't seem right and as we were going on I hadn't done my research enough I hadn't looked into this individual enough and I mean it was a referral from one of our vendors that didn't know him just knew of him and it ended up being that the guy was basically a fraud. Most of what he had said he had done was his, those sort of things, wasn't true. And the thing that tipped the scale on it was we were doing a project and he ended up going to that project and collecting payment for it by himself, for himself. Didn't collect it in the name of the company, collected it in his own name. And he ended up doing this on a couple projects before I caught on to it. And then there was a lot of things just started to compound and pile onto one another of red flags and things he was doing. And so it was actually, I know it was on January 4th. I don't remember the year because I know it was my birthday. I, where we had him located was about two hours from where I was. And I went and I fired him and we split ways. Um, you know, I was cordial about it, you know, whatever. He then turned around and sued me for wrongful dismissal. Long story short, I won the lawsuit. It cost me a lot of money in hiring lawyers and then finding out everything that he had stolen from us and not getting any of that returned. Long story short, it was a disaster. 
So the lesson learned there is I didn't do my research to find out who this person was, to really look into them. Um, you know, through the lawsuit process, if I had done a credit check on them, that would have told me enough. And it just, it was a nightmare. And it was a very expensive, very hard lesson to go through. And so one of the things, as you're going through a hiring process, you've got to be careful on that. Making sure, you know, the right references, knowing who the individual is and learning as much about them as possible before you move forward with them. And especially if you're putting them into a higher position where there's a lot of trust and different things like that. Now, other instances that I've looked at, one thing that I think turned out really well for us, um, you know, a lot of people that worked within our organization, I knew more on a personal level. I knew their history, I knew their background, and we were able to, I, I even knew their families. We were able to hire them based on the qualities and knowledge that we had of them, and they turned out to be amazing. Um, but one of the things that we did did uh, learn along the way is when we were hiring, one thing that we found very helpful was going through more than one process of interviews, having multiple people interviewing them. It was beneficial that way to get different aspects of opinions and insights and how people interview and ask different questions. But on a few of these positions, what we did, before I gave the final okay, I had um, a, a dinner date with the individual and their spouse. And what this did was told me a lot more about them and their family situation, what things would be like. And honestly, if you've ever hired someone and they've got a crazy spouse that likes to interfere with work, you'll understand why this was so important. But it was a way to really understand and learn more about the person. And so I think that that was a good practice that we put in play. But one of the most important things I think I learned throughout my business career is there's gonna be times that you hire and you know at some point that you hired bad, that you hired the wrong person, that regardless of how good of a person they are or what the situation is, they're just not the right person and you've gotta make some changes. I've done, I've had situations like that where the person basically turned into a cancer within the organization and was causing problems that were spreading. Because if you let something like that go on too long, what happens is your really good employees start to question your leadership. They start to ask, well, why is he letting this happen? And if he's letting this happen, what else is he gonna let happen? And I like to go by the philosophy from Jim Collins book, Good to Great. You've got to get the right people on the bus. You've got to get them in the right seat. But when you have the wrong people on the bus or on your team, you've got to get them off as soon as possible. I've, I've been in situations where we recognize that and we dealt with it immediately. At one point I had a situation like that. I had to make the decision. I jumped in my vehicle. I had to drive 12 hours. I took care of it immediately, turned around, drove 12 hours home got it taken care of. That sent a message to my staff that what this person was doing was wrong and I dealt with it quick and I wanted to help the rest of the team by dealing with it and not letting, her, letting it fester. 
I had other situations where there was a problem and it was spreading and I didn't deal with it in a timely manner. And I think that did create some distrust with some of my great employees, wondering why I wasn't dealing with it, wondering what the situation was that I would let these things happen. And so that was a mistake I made. So that's the advice as I, the advice I'd give on that topic is when there's a problem, deal with it immediately. Don't let it fester. Don't let it go too long. Another one is, and this can happen really easy. When you get desperate to fill a position, a lot of times when that happens, you fill it with someone that you know isn't the best. You fill it with someone because it's your only option. When you can, and I know some situations will make this impossible to do, but when you just fill it with the best of what you had to choose from, a lot of times you're gonna end up regretting that in the long run. So look for ways to figure out how we can take our time to fill this position so that we make sure to get the right person to begin with rather than just, okay, we only had this many people apply. This is the best from who we had. If it's not the right person, don't put them in there. Keep looking. Hiring, I think, is one of the most important things you're going to do in your company. Your employees can make or break you. You get some great employees, like some of the employees I had, and they are incredible to work with. They're what makes your company grow, and it's a pleasure to be with people. But when you get the wrong employees, they can bury you and they can ruin morale. They can, a lot of things can go wrong when you get the wrong people in there. So be very diligent in your hiring process. Make sure you're getting the right people in the right positions and do it, do it that way. And when you get the wrong ones in the wrong positions, make the adjustments you need to. It might be just moving them to a different position, but it might be having to let them go. Make those decisions and make it quickly. Right. hopefully this is helpful for you. If you are in a hiring position right now, put some thought into it. Have some great interviews, get to know them, do your research and hire well. Thanks for being with me, I'll be back tomorrow. Augmandino said that the difference between those who have failed and those who have succeeded lies in the difference of their habits. Good habits are the keys to success. Many of the habits that'll bring you success in life are easy to do, but they're also easy not to do. I developed the Mindset Journal so that I could easily implement powerful success habits into my daily routine. The power of the Mindset Journal comes from knowing your top priorities and scheduling them into your day. The power of the reticular activating system and its relationship to your goals, your mindset questions, and your daily accountability. So if you want to implement some quick and effective success habits into your daily routine, Go to jeffhagey.com slash mindset journal and get yours today. You're an entrepreneur who wants to discover the breakthrough secrets that will produce the results you've been searching for, but you just can't seem to figure out why you keep working harder and harder and you're just not getting those results. I want to tell you about a new challenge that I've created just for you, the business domination challenge. If you want to create the entrepreneurial lifestyle and the business you dream of, then this is exactly what you're looking for. I created the Business Domination Challenge to show you how to grow your business exponentially and to become an optimal performing entrepreneur. What's an optimal performing entrepreneur? It's an entrepreneur who's succeeding in all areas of their life. If I show you how to build a successful business, but your relationships, your health, and everything else is falling apart, that's not a success. 
It's not about working harder. It's about implementing the correct principles and becoming the person who can do the things that produce the results. Hurry and go to jeffhagey.com slash business domination and secure your spot today.